Hello! Alright guys, so today actually is my birthday and we have someone very near and dear to my heart. I have been obsessed with her since, when was it? It was December of 2020 and I was like, sign me up on all your life. Like, I am, I am sold on you and we've just been connecting and getting to know each other um, over these past two years. And of course, Caretober came up and was like, hey, what do you think you want to talk at Caretober? And she was like, yes. And I just love her. And I'm super excited to share her with you guys. I'm going to cue the intro and then we'll be back and then you'll meet this amazing human being. Hey guys, Carrie here, and welcome to the Visibility Playground podcast. The podcast that shares visibility journeys of entrepreneurs and teaches listeners how to use visibility to build their brand and attract an audience of raving fans and customers. Every week, we will be bringing you stories and advice from entrepreneurs who've achieved visibility success, as well as helpful tips and strategies to help you grow and scale your business and really get it in the way that you always wanted. So join us and let's create a world where your story of your business is seen and heard. The one and only Kenya Kelly. Hey, I love the intro. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I met Kenya. So you remember like when there was like these 12 weeks of like, um, what is it called? I'm like, what's the clip it called? It was Clubhouse. Clubhouse. It was like a good 12 weeks of Clubhouse. Oh, yeah. It was like a beautiful 12 weeks. And then, like, and I think it probably was less than that. I think it was, like, a beautiful six weeks of Clubhouse. <laughs> it was, like, a beautiful six weeks where all of the people that, like, would never really be on Clubhouse were there. And it was, like, people were having real conversations. And we connected. And I was, like, oh, my gosh. Like, how did I not know her? She's so sweet. Like, I love her energy. And then we just, like, literally start hanging. We just, like, following each other around Clubhouse. Like, we're, like, girl, where are you going to be at? Okay, I'll be over there, too, in a minute. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, Clubhouse was hot for a little while. <laughs> yeah, we were just like rolling there, and I think for me, what I love the most about you is you have just a beautiful spirit, and I just think that you, I just like yes, you're super successful, I th but I I'm like I love her heart. I love how genuine she is. I love how like anytime that you are you working with your client, you can tell like how excited you are. To see them be successful like not even the money just seeing them actually step into something that they for probably didn't think it was possible for them they were like oh that's for kids and they're like oh my gosh i can do this and you're like yes girl you can do this yeah um and i think for me like i like i love it and then especially because you know you're a little dark skin girl too <laughs> <laughs> They just all like just added that extra thing for me because like you and I both know like dark skinned women successful. It's not a lot of us like we. So it's like when you see one, you're like, yes, girl. Mm -hmm. Yes, little dark chocolate girl. I see you living your exactly. living all your best lives. <laughs> <laughs> and then like I've just followed along your move and just everything. And then you had just had like this amazing experience where you spoke in front of like thousands of people with neon lights and techno music and the girl is so funny because i was like she don't know that like i i'm i do a rave i would do a rave oh in a minute God. like tomorrow world when it was in atlanta like i literally went for like three years straight I wonder three days that. all techno it was crazy wow like a whole nother world so when i saw i was like she is a woman of my heart and soul. <laughs> I, <had no laughs> and idea. I just want you to know that I love you, that I feel like I'm so happy to have you in my life. 
I love like just like the concern that you have to just check on me about different things that I have going on. It literally means everything. And I'm just so happy that you're at Caretober. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> it's always like, you know, when you're like just being yourself and how people just like you as yourself is just like, I don't know, it's just so like it's so comforting to just yeah. like, hey, people like you as you, even though we're all complex. So it's just so thank you for that. No, like I, I love you, girl. You th- this is life thing. So just welcome. Like <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to be making a trip to San Diego. I'll be like, King, where you at, girl? Let's do brunch. Right? Ain't that the truth? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So you literally are this um, viral TikTok coach that, <laughs> that are teaching pretty much people over 30, hey, like you can be on TikTok and you can be successful. Literally like. Every time I'm like, okay, I'm about to get on TikTok because Kenya gonna come for me, right. and then I'll go, <laughs> I'll go on there, and I'm like, but what do I do? Because I'm so used to doing polished stuff, and they don't like that over there. Correct. And I'm like, I don't know, like I just can't. You just want me to throw something out there? Like, what am I doing? So, how did you go from being someone who understands personal branding and like all the polishness and things like that to just having like a ball over on TikTok and not and just like doing things and I'm always like how does she do it yeah so it definitely was not it was not instant it was not easy you know the only reason why I even thought about TikTok was because at the beginning of the pandemic I was just praying because I'm I mean I pray to God all the time for like business strategies marketing strategies and all that and I felt like I heard him tell me to get on TikTok which I thought was like the dumbest thing I've ever heard God say but I was like you know, I, I didn't understand if I was hearing right, but I got on and it was hard because I was looking at what the kids were doing over there. And like, you know, I didn't know how to use all the buttons on TikTok. It was very, very frustrating. I'll just, it was very frustrating. Um, but I remember just being like, if God told me to do it, there's something here. I may not understand it, but there's something here. And so when everybody was fighting on Facebook during the pandemic about Trump versus Biden, ALM, BLM, everything, God was just like, I need you to focus and I need you to learn TikTok. And I was like, well, why don't you teach me? Give me a dream and teach me. Uh, but I had to literally learn it step by step by step. And as a result of me investing the time and energy, we exploded after like nine, 10 or so months to where we've made almost a million dollars. One of my students just told me last week, she's made a million dollars this year from learning from us. And I'm like, and it's all because I was just willing to try something new um, and be an innovator. Now, which is kind of my life anyway. I've always kind of been a pioneer. I don't like being a pioneer, uh, but I'm typically one that goes into uncharted territory. So it's been hard, but it's definitely it's been rewarding. I think too, like, I think for me, the re- it's, I think it's the fact of just like throwing stuff up there on TikTok is what stresses me out. Because it's almost like one of my um, one of my friends was like, Kiri, like, we were t- about to launch this offer. They're like, oh, just put it in a Google Doc and send it. I'm not putting nothing in a, just a Google Doc. Right. I need a branded PDF. Yes. I mean, maybe put it on the website. So that's just like how I feel about TikTok sometimes. Mm-hmm. Where people just be like throwing it out. I'm like, wait. Like, <laughs> like, can we have like some structure? Can we make sure we have yeah. to work the cameras out with some transitions? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's the truth. They're like, oh, Carrie, we don't want that over there. <laughs> like, you no, they do not. No. <laughs> they, they, they don't want that really in marketing anyway anymore. I mean, it will work some, but people really want that authentic type of feeling, which is why people are 
saying ban the filters, no more filters, because they're like, we want to see people authentically. And I think that we as marketers, we're so used to like, it's all together. Like, I typically won't show up on a live stream unless I look a little polished. I will shoot a short video or Instagram story, but a live stream ain't no way. It's not going to get me set up and not going to catch me slipping. And because I'm single. I'm definitely not showing up live and like looking busted. I'm like, I don't know who watching. Hello. <laughs> um, she's in um, she's in San, Francisco, um, San Diego. Um, we're looking for someone who is loves the Lord. Um, has I don't care where they live at. I got money. He got money. We, we go well, in. Has some business about himself. But this is where she lives. You don't have to live there. But right. you need to make sure that you can hop a flight. At the drop of a dime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drop <laughs> <of a> <laughs> He's like, we doing dinner, RL. I'm gonna be, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> no, well, I, I can't, I can't do a jet. If you got a jet, you you welcome to send the jet for me. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna take about two, 24 hours to get to you. <laughs> I ain't got that money. I'm working jet, on it. Jet owners, King and Kelly, right here in the red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or your friends on jets, whatever. <laughs> Okay, so what would be your advice for someone who, like me, is like wants to always be like super polished to be able to just like I feel like you'll be like just do it because literally like the real the, the remix I did I was like I'm so over her always kind of mm -hmm. come for me on um on Instagram because uh -huh. <laughs> that's yeah. all. So, so, okay, here's what I would say. I, I wouldn't say just shoot a TikTok video and post it. I definitely wouldn't say that. I would definitely say, I always tell people, one, it's, it's important to spend time on the platform and learn the culture of the platform. Uh, two, I would say you want to search on TikTok your particular industry, because if you see that you are in branding, brand design, or what have you, search on TikTok and then start to binge watch really good content that people put out that looks like they teach kind of what it is you teach. And that's going to give you uh, some creative ideas of what content to shoot. And then just start shooting, but don't feel like you need to have your DSLR or anything like that. Just learn how to shoot well from your, from your iPhone. And what ends up happening is that you start learning how to shoot on the go, right? That's like, I'm doing a class this Saturday. And while we're live on the class, like four hour class, I'm going to show them how I shoot 10 TikTok videos in 10 minutes. And so they're going to watch me shoot one, two, three. And they're going to be like, what is happening? And they're going to realize just how easy it is. As long as I'm my, as long as I have like my, my topics and I got my phone and my, and my light, how quickly you can shoot. And so it's just until a person starts to learn what's happening over there and starts trying, they're never going to get better. Cause I'm only good. Cause I spent nine months when nobody was looking because everybody was fighting on Facebook. You know, I could just post whatever I wanted to and learn how to do it. And it's so funny too, because like I, for our clients, like I can be like, all right, let, we're going to spend 15 minutes. We're going to do all your videos and I'll show them how to do it. And they'll be like, and I'm like, all right, and not for me though. <laughs> all right. I was like, I'll do mine later. Or what I'll do is I'll save the sound. I'll be like, I'm gonna come back to that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Back. And then I'll be like, oh, I missed it. <laughs> you know, the here's the thing about TikTok, you don't miss it. That's like um, there's some old sounds on TikTok. Like there's a really like four years old sound, and I just redid it. And the video is at like five thousand views. So the sounds don't die on TikTok. It's just 
that's not how the algorithm is. Mm. Instagram, <laughs> they die, but they're not on TikTok. Yeah, because I know like on, and I know for you, like what one of the things that I love that you do is your Instagram content is all about pushing people to TikTok. Mm-hmm. So you're like, which I love because I feel like a lot of times people will be like, well, she should be doing stuff about reels. And you're like, no, we're going to do stuff about TikTok because I want you to go over TikTok because real, because like you and I both know, there's so many levels to Instagram yeah. that just makes it, I, to be honest, actually more overwhelming than TikTok is sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like you have to be more polished on Instagram because like, I feel like people expect the polished version there. Well, I think that on Instagram, there is the what was has always been there. And so I think that people feel like they have to be polished on Instagram. And but you don't actually have to because it's still just a a social media platform. And so people feel like that those curated feeds that look all perfect are still working well on Instagram. And some of them do if I'm buying a house or if you are a home influencer or something like that. But for the most part, people are scrolling through a person's feed or what have you, you know, so, so that's one of the things. And then like, I think it was last year, I heard the Holy Spirit tell me, uh, Hey, you need to be marketing yourself on Instagram as a TikTok expert. And I was like, well, it's Instagram. He goes, yeah, but they need to learn TikTok too. Right. He goes, go and dominate. And so I started marketing myself on TikTok on, I mean, on, on Instagram, on Pinterest, on YouTube, on all the platforms as a TikTok strategist, because it's like my audience is still there all the places. My job is to be present and for them to go, who is that? How can I learn TikTok? And I bring them all through the funnel. Mm-hmm. And you have a really dope challenge that I feel like I'm a- I need, I need like I need a I need a notification to add so I can be prepared because literally like the I, w- I told everybody on my team I was like Ken's having a challenge like let's mar- mark it on the calendar and then I see it and it was like day three and I'm like what what, what was I doing oh no what was I doing and where was I at? Oh, no, that's terrible. But we, we usually let people know at least three weeks in advance. So, well, you 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 run in your business, so you're not thinking about me. So you probably need to be on our email list. But, that's what I'm saying. I need to be on the email list. I need to, because literally, like, I was so mad at myself because I was like, I'm going to do this. Because t- I was like, th- in my head, I was yeah. like, this is going to be the catalyst to, like, yes. get me to get started. That's and I'm funny. like, Really? Yes. And then I was like, I think I was like, I, I sent a message. I was like, can I still join even on this day three? But then I saw your thing was like, we don't do the replay. I was like, dang. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's always a bummer when you miss out, for sure. Yeah. So, so, I think we'll have one in like February. I think it's February. I will be there with bells. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to do VIP everything. I'm like, I need all entity because I, I really want to get started. I'm going to get started before because, you know, that's what everybody be like. I'll wait till. February. I'm gonna get started yeah. now. Now I'm gonna, play, I'm gonna play around. I'm gonna do some things. I've been looking at stuff, but I think it's just like I just get overwhelmed with. I just get overwhelmed, and I'm like, there's so many things I could do, especially with like brand and brand strategy. You have some people that are doing assets, and then you have some people that are doing like talking head stuff. So I'm yeah. like, which which way should we go? Should we do both? Should we do all of it? Like, where should we go? So. I'm I'm gonna figure it out. What would what advice would you give Kenya of 2020 um, from like all the experiences that you learn now? Uh, so if I was talking to me from 20 in 2020, mm-hmm. um, I would say 
ignore everybody the same way you did in 2020. Um, because there were, people were so mean about like, you're not gonna make our money on TikTok. You can't make money on TikTok. And it really was messing with my faith because I felt like God was telling me to do it. And so I just had to like ignore everybody. And so I would remind myself, ignore everybody because everybody that's talking, that's laughing at you is going to be inboxing you for advice. Mm. Um, I would just remind myself um, of that. Um, also, I would tell myself to make sure that I focus on building the business and not on just going viral and having fun on TikTok. Because yes, we have almost 500,000 followers, but I guarantee you about 200,000 of those people or just people that just found me because I was, you know, going viral all the time and not necessarily my target customer. So I would say be very mm -hmm. intentional with um, with my content and, and just continue to have fun. Don't get so caught up in the vanity metrics of the thing that I feel like I'm not doing well if I don't have a million followers. Just just keep focus on what I'm doing and go after brand deals more because now we've made well over $160,000 in the last a year and a half. And if I would have learned more about influencer marketing in 2020, we probably will be making even more. Mm. Okay. So one thing that I've also noticed about you, which I love, is that you have been someone that has really leveraged your relationships to help kind of like really like push you forward. And like, I know like your one of your really close relationships is with the Johnsons. And like, how, like, how did that come around? Because like, everybody's like, how did, I was like, this me, that's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, you know, I, I, so that that relationship surprised me a lot. Um, the way that it came about was I was friends with Nicole Walters um, and she, Shalene found her on Periscope. And so as, as Nicole and I were talking one time, I said, what course do you think would be a good one to buy from Shalene back in 2016? And she says her Marketing Impact Academy course. So I invested in it. And I just, I didn't have to really have the money to invest in it, but I did. And I just became a student. I didn't know what I was doing. I was struggling. I was still battling depression from going through a divorce and all that stuff. Um, but I was just like trying and I kept trying and trying. And then I started having success. And when they, one year, like a couple of years later or whatever, they had sent an email to all of our students and said, if anybody's had success, send us, you know, fill out this form. So I filled out the form. And they messaged me, their team messaged me and said, hey, we want to actually feature you at the conference. Like if you're coming to the conference, we want to take you backstage, film you for some of our testimonial videos. I said, okay. So then right before I got to the event, they actually messaged me and said, hey, we want to talk about you on stage. So they talk about me on stage and people at the conference learn about who I am. But we didn't, I can't say we started talking then, but what started happening was they followed me on social media. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> you know, and so over the years, they just started watching me. And sometimes they would comment things or send DMs or whatever. And I'm sitting like going, oh, my God, Shalene Johnson, you know, like, ah! you know, and over the years, we just kept like it just kept like evolving. And I'm still like, you know, I became an affiliate of theirs. Um, and I would say that we started really getting close when George Floyd was murdered. Yeah, we were already developing a relationship. And I knew that a lot of her audience was predominantly Caucasian. And I saw so I reached out and said, hey, I don't want to overstep my boundaries, but I know that you probably have a massive audience of people that have like no idea what is going on. Why are black people so angry? You know, if you want to have me on your podcast or interview me, I would love to talk. And she said, actually, I want you to take over my Instagram. You're going to log into my Instagram and you're going to take over my Instagram and say whatever you want to say. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? 
<laughs> you know? And so I'm like, I've never done it before. I mean, I've talked to white people my whole life about black things and like really helped educate privately. I've never done anything like on a grand scale, but I got onto the Instagram and I just said, I just started talking and I just started educating and I've talked for like an hour and a half. I opened it up to Q&A. People were asking really hard questions. Some of them were very awkward. And I just talked and talked and talked about Pat Flynn. Was there all these people that I've like looked up to were all on her Instagram. And it was like in that moment, it for me was like, oh, she knows me and trusts me. And, she, and then I felt like with her, it was like, we can trust her even the more because she really has our heartbeat. And so it was just we just started getting closer and closer and closer. And, and me just being vulnerable, her being vulnerable, and us just like connecting. And to now we're like, legit friends and so don't get me wrong it's still awkward sometimes because i'm like i listen i'm the woman behind the camera so if you hear anybody screaming on most of those videos it's me everybody else was twisted i mean twisted you know and i had had ginger rails all night so i was like i had all the footage so it was great. <laughs> i was like i always tell you if you at the wedding like the connection is there like yeah if, there's like you don't want to invite everybody to the wedding no it blessed my little heart when i got the invite i was like i love her kids and i love her and it was great to just be there support the kids and also her and the whole family just it was amazing yeah no it was so it was so beautiful to watch and like i love y'all's relationship from even when i started kind of connecting with you I think you went to their house and y'all were just doing TikTok dances and I thought it was just the funniest thing. I was like, this is what I'm talking about where it's like relationships and connections and you ne and when you go into it with the place of purity yeah. and not trying to figure out a way how to get in, like amazing things could happen and not even expecting it. Like literally you just like spoke at like their event yeah. and I was like, look at my friend. I can't believe how you <laughs> Thank you. You know, one thing I tell people is like when someone is very influential, it's like it's normal to feel awkward. You know, like if I saw Oprah today, I would be like, <gasps> but I but, but I, there's something in me that says don't scream. She doesn't want everybody to know she's here. Just be yeah. at cool. She knows you're freaking out. She knows who she is. Right. But yeah. just be cool. And on the inside, you can be screaming, text a friend and scream to a friend. Don't do it to a person. And so I've learned over the years of like how to like navigate that. Um, but also I, I learned over the years of being like, when someone is influential, financially successful or whatever, the last thing they want, because they, they already have people that want something from them, right? Don't be like them. Like, even though you know you can get something, you know that that relationship can take you to whatever. Don't do that to that person because that person is human like everybody else. That person wants friends. That person wants someone they can talk to. If they want to open things up to you, they will. But don't, don't put a person in that place. And that's something that I have been learning over the years, how not to do that to people, but also just being honest, raw, and real. Like with them, they know that like I'm in therapy for a reason. You know, I have my issues and I'm like, I'm not perfect. So when you meet imperfect, I'm working on it, but just, you got to tell me, Hey, you know, we got to talk about these things. And so if she rubs me, I, we got to be like, okay, this is the person, like, let's talk about it, you know, and not being like, well, I can't have conflict because she is, or he is. It's like, everybody's human. And if everybody allows each other to be human, it makes for great relationships. Yes. And I, the thing is like, I feel like that's always been my, my, my thing is that everybody's human, but I feel like a lot of times, 
I think we lost Carrie, everybody. Yeah, coming back. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's calling me still. Oh. <laughs> They're like, Carrie! Uh, so, like, I think for me, like, one of the things that, like, I always tell people is, like, you never know, like, what another human is thinking just because they're on just because they're digital and they're doing all this stuff they still have needs they still have wants they still have fears so it's like when you just and I feel like that's kind of how we've been it's like we've been able to like have some really great conversations and messages and and dm even though like maybe the other the outside world would never know correct it's like so but it's like being able to have those conversations being like Hey, she sees me. She understands me. She doesn't want anything from me. She just really sees me as a, a human being, and like I like that human, even though yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And that's one thing that I tell people when I meet them. Like if I give somebody my phone number, like one of the first things I'm like, hey, listen, I just need you to understand. First of all, please don't text me about business. I just I gave you my phone so we can develop a friendship that has nothing to do with business. Uh, and then as we keep connecting, I'm like, hey, I'm in therapy for a reason. I was hurt, embarrassed, shamed, divorced. Trusting is not my strong suit. Like my trust level with everybody is at a negative 4,000. And they go, huh? And I'm like, I'm just telling you. So like, you know that I'm a human. I'm not just this glitterly sparkly thing all the time. I do sparkle, but I also, you know, remember that song, no, you like to thank yo, don't stink. My stuff stinks too, like everybody else, you know? And people go, oh yeah. I'm like, so don't, don't do this to me. I'm like... I'm, it's gonna come out, and I need you to go. Oh, and be okay with it. Yeah, and I'll, it, I think for me, one of the things is like I always tell like people used to be like, "Here, you're always so happy," and I'm like, "I'm not always happy. Yes, I have a very like happy disposition Person most that. of the time, but yeah. like sometimes like I'm just chilling." And I remember like especially like in high school and in college, and even sometimes now, people be like, "Are you okay?" Because I'm not talking, and I'm like, "I don't have to talk." Like right. I, I actually like I tell people I actually like to be by myself. Like I am, I am a, I am the most introverted extrovert. Like I will be in the house watching me some passion flicks, listen to me a romantic audible. Okay. In a yeah. Like that's me. But like, yes. you know, like, but are you okay? Like I've noticed that you're not really like talking much. I'm, I'm watching. I'm observing. I'm good. Yes. I'm, I'm like, chilling. I'm like, I'm I ain't good. got no energy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. I promise you, I'm good. But yes. I think a lot of times, like when people see it they don't expect it and then they like they put their own like idea of of youth that they have so yeah. like I, I love that you have that same viewpoint and things like that okay so the big question i've been asking everybody and i'm interested to hear your your answer to this because of like all that you do yeah. is have you ever had fears around visibility oh yeah oh yeah i talk about this all the time i remember when um, well, first of all, when I was going through divorce, like when I found out my ex-husband was cheating, I was already a public personality because I had a big hair show in Virginia. So it was like, I tried, my, I tried to go into hiding. I kind of went into hiding from people, not even him, but like people, you know? Um, and so dealing with like people and their questions about what is going on with this, what's going on with that. Um, so then when I started on Periscope, Periscope requires you to, um, to be on video and it can go out to any and everybody. I was deathly afraid of getting on video. One, because I had not been out to the world like that. Two, I wasn't wearing a ring anymore. And most people had never even posted about it. Uh, but then three, I didn't know if he was going to show up or any of the women that he was with were going to show up. And I was like, I was dealing with all of those things. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, who am I? How do I show up? I don't know what I'm doing. What if I do it wrong? 
And I just remember having this moment where I said, I got two choices. I can let him or the possibility of him and them keep me from something, or I can just show up and they could or could not even show up. And I was afraid, like period, point blank, period. But I chose to show up because I was just like, he's not a monkey, but I'm like, one monkey don't stop no show. You know, I'm like, no, I cannot let what could happen keep me from what it is I'm trying to do or what, what could possibly happen. And so I was afraid like everybody else, but I did it anyway. That's like, even like I spoke at the event in uh, Orange County, Shalene's event. I was so scared. People watching my Instagram story for two days could hear me talk about how scared I was, how scared I was, how scared I was. And right before I went on, she was introducing me and I'm like on the podium with the curtain in front of me. And I'm like, nobody better not touch me. I'm going to faint. I'm going to throw up. Cause I was just so like, I was about to be visible, you know? And I was just like, I was just rocking back and forth. And I was like, please, nobody touch me. Please, nobody touch me. And nobody did. And then when I finally went out, it was like adrenaline rush, you know? But then I was just like, I'm going to die. <laughs> you know? So I'm like everybody else. Oh my God. I feel like, like literally like the last time I spoke in person, that was literally me. Like, and actually no, it was the time before that. The time that just happened when I was speaking at Denver Startup Week, I was going up the elevator with some of the people that were coming to my presentation. And like, I'm asking them, I'm like, hey, do you know the girl that's presenting? And they're like, yeah, no, well, they were like, no, I don't know her, but like, I thought her thing might be interesting. And like, this one guy was like, yeah, he was like, I hope she's good. He was like, cause you know, every other person that I've been going to this week have kind of just like told their story and how they became rich and things like that. So he was like, I don't really hear anybody else's story. And I was like, and this is me. Well, if she's bad, you should just boo her. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious and they're like they're like well we don't want to boo her that's maybe it might be a little i was like you should just go all in if, if she sucks just like boo <laughs> <laughs> so as we're walking in like i like i'm moving towards the front and they're like really <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure they're like really lady come on <laughs> That's and then, like, what, the guy that was like, oh, you know, all the other people, I told a part of my story. And I was like, and I, I pointed, and I was like, I'm going to tell a little bit of my story, but I promise it'll be short. I promise. After <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, no, she's going to out us. <laughs> I was like, I promise it'll be short. That's and then funny. afterwards, like, he came up to me and he was like, I'll be honest. He was like, you had the best presentation all week. And I was wow. like, oh, my God. He was like, you told your story, but, like, you, it was emotional. It was connected. Like, I understood. Like, I understood why you told it. It was, it had yeah. a point to it. And I was like, but literally, like, I was freaking out. Yeah. And I remember, like, somebody told me, they were like, the moment, I think it was, like, one of the celebrity I was reading about. And then she was like, the moment that she's not nervous, get on the stage is the moment that she said she was going to retire. I want yeah. to say with Diana Ross. Oh, wow. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. She was like, because the moment that I'm not nervous is the fact, it's like, I don't, I don't care anymore. Correct. And I was like, well, I'm a, I, I must be caring a lot because I'd be feeling like I'm about to die. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth. Yeah. You know, someone told me one time, it was like, the fact that you are nervous shows that there's, there's a level of humility there, vulnerability, and that also that you need God. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what do you have coming up? Where can people find you? Yeah. So the thing I have coming up is I'm teaching a four hour TikTok 
uh, intense of this Saturday, where it's live, it's four hours, we're going to create content together and all that. Um, that's coming up uh, this Saturday. And that's at, uh, you can you can send me a DM on Instagram for it, or it's kellycom <clears throat> slash intensive. Or you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, everywhere with my name, Kia Kelly. Kia <clears throat> Kelly, yay! Okay, I love you so much. Guys, I hope you understand why I love Kenya, why I'm so happy that she's a part of my world. Yeah. And I'm going to I'm gonna go hijack her and say goodbye to her. And I'm, we're going to cue the intro and we will see you guys later. Bye, guys. Hey, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Visibility Playground podcast. If you're now like, oh, my gosh, I'm ready to dive into my visibility or you're just like, I just want to assess where I am in my visibility journey. Take the Visibility Vitals Check Quiz. You can go to www.visibilityvitalquiz.com. I will make sure that I put it in the show notes, but make sure that you go take the quiz, DM me, let me know how it went. Talk soon.